Thanks. Thank you so much. Thank you, James Millen, who helped us with the audio. Thanks. That was just caring. the intro. You just that was. You're in the intro. That was the intro. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thank you for caring about Thanks us. Thanks for caring. Bye. He's he's really trying to be in the podcast now. Like that was a lot of talking. It was a lot, wasn't it? <laughs> it was like you're in the intro, and then it was like, "Thanks, guys. Yep. Thank you. Bye. Uh, Have fun. Enjoy yourselves." I feel weird having the microphone so close to my. So close to our mouth. Uh, so you're going to get max mouth noises, but also. And max Josie heavy breathing. It's going to be a lot louder and clearer. Yeah. So all of our delightful trucky slash bus driver slash loud car driving Matt, Matt can... in the group who drives cars. I don't know what he does for a living, but he drives other people's cars mm-hmm. and puts the podcast on. Yeah. I'm confused. So is, I don't he, know what, is he a valet? Well, like, are you a valet and you're just like going rogue with the podcast to get mm. people into it or are you one of those people that drives cars from like oh I left my car in Brisbane somehow can you please drive it to Sydney which I don't understand how that happens <laughs> I mean Whoops. I don't know how I that got my ha- car <laughs> whoopsie I got on a plane without walked. realizing I started walking <laughs> I drove and here. suddenly I was in Sydney <laughs> my fucking car's back <laughs> in Brizzy doll oh. um, anyway basically we're working on our sound issues because we have no idea what we're doing which is fine. A lot of podcasters aren't like trained in technical know-how, but a lot of them have producers and we don't. We don't. So we've been – we're in a different studio this season, last two seasons. Mm-hmm. Only season one was at our old office. So that – different mics. Then like different people use the equipment. So we think maybe they've been changing the settings. Then one of the plugs we've realized doesn't work. Yep. Um. We've realized the microphone was in the wrong spot. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of things, you know, but the point being... <laughs> We're working the, on it. There are episodes that exist that you can hear. Maybe you need bionic ears. Yes. Just figure that out. <laughs> My take is, why should we record on a high level, on a normal sound level, yeah. when you could just go to the secret doctor and get bionic ears? Yeah, or just like make your hearing better somehow. With bionic ears. Somehow. Somehow. <laughs> somehow. Just like, um, you know what I I think would work? If you sort of stick a little... Oh my gosh, James <laughs> Malin is back. And now staring like in the window, in the he really nodded, wants to be on the podcast. Nodded sagely at us. Well, his dad's a huge fan of the podcast. Yeah. Hi, Shout Malin's out to Pete. Dad. Um, so he's in the group, but James isn't and doesn't listen to it. Yeah. But now he wants to be a part of it? Go away. Honestly, it's like Hanno all oh. over again. Speaking but of Hanno. We'll try and get Malin to come on and tell some sort of story. Oh, yeah. And we might be getting Hanno back. Yes. By popular demand, not our demand. Not our demand at You know all. how we feel about Hanno being on this podcast. He doesn't there actually There will never be an all Aussie anymore. boys hour. I will tell you nah, this now. it's not happening. Matt and Hanno will not have their own show. No. Nah. It's never going to happen. No, nah, because we'll say copyright. Yeah, infringement notice you on you. You can't take that. Um, have you got any fun stories? I don't think I do. I just wanted to kind of shout out, because I think it's semi on brand, but yeah. maybe not. Um, is that today in the office we've Mm. been playing like only emo music because My Chemical Romance announced. I think, to be fair, they only announced one show (laughs) but everyone's (laughs) acting as if they've gotten back together, they're touring the world, they got a new album. It was just like emo mania yeah, and it was really fun to like revisit that semi-goth like it feels right because it's like yeah. Halloween week, it's spooky season. Definitely, we're right listening time. to this like really 
dark but fun music. It was such a vibe in the office today. Yeah, it was just like... And no one stopped us. Yellow card and dashboard confessional and Panic Fallout Boy. Disco. Yeah, all of it. And all then, yeah, of course, My Chemical Romance. So if you're like an emo and you're excited, get in the group and tell us, share your pics of you as an emo. Yes, please do. That would be so fun. I've got some of my own. I would love that. Um, black dyed hair, side fringe. Mood, mood, mood. Like, like eyeliner. Camo, to... camo print. Yes. My Chemical Romance shirt, which I wore last year to work when we did the band shirt day. Yeah. <laughs> it's really tight though. I couldn't wear it today. It wouldn't go over my baby bump. But um, yeah, share your emo pics because I know. I just feel like there's a relationship between <laughs> true crime podcast fan and former emos that there's got to be some in the group. There would definitely be some in the group. Um, but, yeah, that's just my vibe for the day. That's been really fun. Um, well, the only thing I wanted to say was that I am very much cowgirl. Yeah, cow, I'm loving it. Farm girl with a secret. So farm boy with a secret was from that meme, everyone. Yes. I did not make that up and I'm going to give full credit to that tweet, <laughs> Twitter person who, yes. who did it because I got it from the meme and then everyone was sharing the meme which is a great meme being yeah. like this reminded me of Mel and I was <laughs> like that is literally where I got yeah. the concept from but yes I am I've been on this real like Dolly Parton mm. bend to my 70s fashion lately yes and today I'm like finally got to wear my cowboy boots with a little mini dress yeah it's looking great and I just feel like a little hoedown girl like I want to go to a little barn dance after work yeah but where I there's wish there peanuts was one. on the floor yes. peanut shells like I'm sorry when I went to Texas mm. and I went to Austin mm. and like obviously like Austin's a, a city it's not a little town it's no. a city no. and there's so many places you can go to a hoedown after work like yeah. you could always hoedown after work if you wanted to in Austin mm. it's very unfair that we don't have that here Texas really is the center of hoedown I culture I, mean, I, I got my cowboy boots in Texas yeah yep Fun fact, Halloween, cowboy boots. Yeah. Actually, my first patch with Julian was at my Halloween party. Oh, my God. Stop it. And I had cowboy boots on because I was – Whoa. I think I've showed you, shown you the photo. My yeah. friend and I were zombie Thelma and Louise. Yeah. And I had, like, glass in my face. And yeah. And I was Thelma. Thelma's Gina Davis, right? Yeah. Yeah, because she comes yelling, Louise, drive, Louise. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So That's I, sh- I should have shared little... that pic in the group. I still can. You still I'll can, and that's such a strange little triple. Yeah, like that was a real one-step connection. Like you didn't try and <laughs> no. connect the pieces there to just talk about you and Julian. No, you, that yeah. really worked. So this week's very <laughs> special for us for that reason. Cute. We don't count it as our anniversary because it was just like a patch. We didn't really know where things were going. Mm. Anniversary is when we became official. Mm. But Halloween's like our mini little ooh, we patch. That was fun. That's so cute. Ten years ago, guys. Jesus Christ. Fucking hell. I can't even like, I can't even hold thing, shit together for more than three months. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, I had something else to say. Oh. There's been a lot, and by a lot, I mean maybe four comments in yeah. the group. A lot of support for the Lord of the Rings oh. podcast episode. <laughs> oh, it has to happen. It's going to happen. <laughs> Which we, if you have no idea what we're talking about, we did a Mystery Minutes this week, a Halloween special, and went on a weird <laughs> segue about so Lord weird. of the Rings. And all these people are commenting in the Facebook group, or Aussie yeah. Mystery Hour on Facebook. Join it if you're not in it. It's really fun. People talk about lots of things in there, including Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Um, 
they're like, Sam is a hero. <laughs> he is a hero. <laughs> he is the unsung hero. That's what I'm going to fucking do tonight because watch, watch I have it. nothing on tonight. Me neither. I'm so, oh my God, we could duo watch it. I'm not coming to your house. I can't no, be bothered. No, I no, no. We can message each other. I was going to say maybe I could come over, but then I was like. <laughs> no, we'll message. Oh, but then I have to go to Coogee. We'll press play at the same time. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so we can message I'll each wait. other. wait. Did I promise Julian I'd watch Line of Duty? Guys, I need to talk about Line of Duty. Okay. Fuck. Well, I don't know anything about this, but talk at me okay. and I'll listen to you for sure. Okay. So okay. for a few years, I feel, people have been like, <laughs> you have to watch Line of Duty. Like th- just random people are like, they don't blink. They just grab your hand and they're like, you have to watch Line of Duty. It's like, okay. It's like people say that about Breaking Bad and yeah. like, I'm just kind of like, okay. Then when you read the premise, it sounds really boring because yeah. it's based around an anti-corruption unit in the British Metropolitan Police, no, right? Snooze. How fucking boring does so that sound? Boring. It is the most insane show. Really? Yes. Oh. Oh, the twists, the turns. Oh. So each season is like a different thing happens in the first episode and then the unit have to investigate whoever's corrupt, like yes. the bent coppers. And there's like you, you don't really have the knowledge, the transparency isn't there of like who set up this whole right whatever like in the second one it's like some cops are killed so you sort of get in an ambush you're almost in the same position yes, as they are as yeah. them and then they've got like a dirty cop amongst Shut their up. ranks I love when there's yeah. a dirty cop in the ranks yeah oh my god there's a yes. dirty cop in the ranks of the squad tasked with sniffing out dirty cops yes and there's one right there and it's so frustrating do Julie you know I, who it is yeah we know we know oh. so it's just like you're just like screaming at the TV yeah, every like, time he does something. That. It's yeah. just like, oh my God. It's so, so good. Um, highly recommend. I'm only up to season three. And someone in the group said it's the best season of TV they've ever seen. Oh my God. Season three. You're going to have so much fun. But we've watched two episodes. So far, it's not the best season of TV I've ever seen. <laughs> like really but I'm waiting. I'm it, waiting. Because season two. Oh. But this is like Homeland. Like you've seen Homeland. Yes. Right? Well, like, most I of it. I love Homeland. Yeah. And it was a similar vibe of like something kind of happens and then it's sort of unraveling mm, as you mm-hmm, go. Mm-hmm. But then often with Homeland, the first, like you might have an amazing kick-ass first episode and then it's like real like foundation building yes, boring shit. Yes, slow. Also Love Island, same thing. <laughs> <laughs> For anyone that doesn't know, I'm doing the Love Island recaps and it's so literally much getting Island. so – it's just so much Love Island that I'm going a bit mental. and Because like, Batchy's on at the same time. Yeah. So but at least Josie's like, with me on Batchy. She gets like, it. So many like horny so, people passing so on TV. horny Instagram influencers. But um, yeah, but that – I know this sounds really insane <laughs> to be comparing them, but like Love Island will have like a shit episode – and then like a couple of foundational episodes and then bam, some yes, shit happens. Twist, like without turns. all of that, yeah, I wouldn't give a shit. Yeah. Well, highly recommend Line of Duty. I'm telling everyone to watch it. Yeah. Because it's really good. And then I messaged mom and I'm like, mom, have you watched Line of Duty? And she's like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> she like forgets things. My mom's classic for like, we'll turn something on. I'm like, oh, there's this movie. It's got... Gerard Butler and he like has to protect the president and I like give her all this information. Yeah. She's like, sounds amazing. We put it on. It's like two seconds in, not even Don't. a joke. And she goes, I've seen it. Oh my God, no. <laughs> She's the worst for it. Oh, so I'm like, so have you watched Line of Duty? She's like, I don't know. And so I'm like, hmm, I know. <laughs> I yeah. took a photo of the two main characters yeah. who are kind of like pretty distinctive looking. Yeah. Not, And that's the joy of Line of Duty. No one's hot. There's no sexy people. Yeah. It's they actually look like British cops, like which no I do love. Sexy. No one should it's be quite realistic. there, like 
repping a pantsuit like they're off nah. the Gucci runway. <sighs> like, you know? I'll never forget that girl in CSI Miami and she had really long blonde hair and she was like the medical examiner and <laughs> she would like trail her hair over the corpse. No. While she was looking at oh it. my God, disgusting. And she looked like a fucking Maxim model. Corpse. It was ridiculous. No. Whereas in this show, everyone's quite plain. Severe buns <laughs> no everywhere. No offense to the <laughs> cast of Line of Duty. I'm sure you're very <laughs> great personalities. <laughs> I took a photo and mum's like, yes, Dead. I've seen it. Like she then she knew the whole show. <laughs> but she didn't know the name. Yeah. She's like, it's enthralling. So huge review for my mum there. Yep. Line of Duty does not sponsor this podcast. <laughs> By also, the way, please don't come for Josie stars of Line of Duty for saying, I'm sure you have a great have personality. Great <laughs> I'm sure they're lovely people. They're not ugly. They're just normal looking. Yeah. Now they I don't, feel no, they don't pack on the makeup and the hair highlights yes. and stuff to make. Yeah. In fact, they have normal. quite bad hair, I would say. Yeah. Like infuriatingly bad. I'm so excited to like watch bowl it. bowl cut town. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yes, that's my line of duty rant. I've talked about everything that I want to talk about. Um, so I'm going to get into it. Get into it. So I'm doing a ghost, which is very apt because <gasps> very Halloween timely. was yesterday. Spooky. Um, yeah, so Halloween was yesterday. Don't know when this is going up. Could be today. Could be Monday. Never know. Yeah. Uh, might try for today, but. Let's try. I just don't know, you know. You never know with this show and that's the beauty of it. Exactly. Right? Keep Guys, you on your toes. That's the like a bad boyfriend. We've talked yeah, about this you so love many it. times. You love it. You keep coming back. We treat you mean. We keep you keen. Yeah. Um, so I'm doing a ghost. I've wanted to do this ghost for a while. Mm-hmm. And I'm so fucking glad that I chose to do it because it is fucking wild. It's a wild ride. The Lady in Black. Oh, very my chemical romance. Yes, we're really on <laughs> we're really like on trend today. And uh, so the Lady in Black from Blue Mountains. Oh my god. Which is a fucked place, I've decided. And I'll talk about that in a minute. It's a bit of a hell like a light hellmouth. It is definitely a hellmouth. <laughs> like an offshoot of the hellmouth. Let's talk about it now. Whenever I've been to the Blue Mountains, yeah. I'm like, there is some cursed energy mm-hmm. up here. It's a weird vibe. There's a panther. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Remember that guy that just like wandered off? Yep, there's many that have yeah. wandered off. There was a, there's cults up there. Yeah, there's weird. My psychic used to be based there. That doesn't surprise me. But she moved. But like, uh, there's just this sort of strange mm. kind of vibe to the place. It's very beautiful. Not, I'm not saying this in offense to anyone that lives there, but you are also probably evil. Yeah, you're all demons. You just don't know. It's that weird thing where you discover you're a demon. You're like like Bruce Willis in The Sixth Sense. Yeah, or like when Bart sells his soul and then the doors won't open. Yeah, you just didn't know. Yeah. It's okay. (laughs) I still go there every winter, every single winter and sometimes in summer. Blue Mountains getaway. Um, But credits first. The Daily Telegraph, June 10, 2015 by Gillian McNally. A Mamma Mia article that was very helpful by Belinda Jepson, April 6, 2019. Blue Mountains Library blog spot. Oh, love that. Also very helpful, 31st of March, 2014. Smith's Lawyers. Oh, they have random articles. What the fuck are they doing? What's Smith's Lawyers going on? I don't know what's happening This was put under road safety. (laughs) I think they had had stuff for Wakehurst Parkway. They probably did. And it's like, I don't think that counts as road safety. I think they've just got someone that works there is probably a freaking zesty. Probably. That's just like, oh, I love all this shit. I'm going to yeah. write about it because yeah. I'm getting paid to sit here. It's so good. Um, so this is by Pauline Morrissey, probably the same person, mm-hmm. March 27, 2019. And Mysterious Universe, no author. 
Love Mysterious Universe. Love Mysterious Universe. So the bit we're talking about specifically road-wise is Victoria Pass, which is that – so you know how Mount Victoria is is kind of like the last bit of the top bit of the Blue Mountains? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, wait. Blue Mountains is north of Sydney for our overseas slash not New South Wales mm-hmm. listeners. And it's this place where everyone goes in winter because it's cute and it snows sometimes and it's very like it's cozy, cozy, beautiful, huge, amazing walks. Like oh. if you come to Sydney, it's well worth a little trip up to a the Blue side Mountains trip, yeah. because it's beautiful up there. The walks are probably some of the best I've ever done in Australia and I've, I've been everywhere, man. <laughs> so, you know, like yes. you'd probably say the same, even with Tassie. Yeah. Yeah. There's some really good hikes and... The terrain can be like bushy and then yeah. the next part is like you're on Mars. Yes. Like there's really cool areas. Yeah. I went four-wheel driving there with Julian's family a few years ago. It was alarming. <laughs> four-wheel driving scares me. Yeah. But it looked really cool. There were yeah. these cool rocks and we were in that glow worm fucking tunnel. Oh, God, yeah. Kill me right now. Yeah. We're looking like, for a I don't want to go into we a didn't tunnel see one. where there were no. little insects like, hanging is, from the roof of the tunnel. This is my nightmare. You don't understand. This and like Julian's family thinks I'm quite high maintenance as it is. Yeah. And then you're like, <laughs> can like, you not Shall we this go then? in this uh, glowworm <laughs> tunnel? And he kind of looked at me. I was like, um, it's basically <laughs> Josie's worst nightmare. Bugs in yep. a dark tunnel. Like just powered through. Everyone yep. else was like, oh, wow, look up there. Oh, shining yep. their phones. Yep. And I was like already at the end, like waiting. <laughs> Come on, let's go. You're like, I'm done. It's horrible. I anyway, somehow got thrown It's quite cool, I yeah. suppose, if you're into that. Yeah. But yes, it is a very cool place. Yeah, very beautiful. Mm. Um, so then basically when you go up from Sydney, so you go on this highway and then you hit the mountains and then it's like little town after little town yes. as you wind all the way up. Your lures. Yeah, your lures, your... Uh, <laughs> I can't think of any others. maybe. Um, <laughs> your Katoomba. Katoomba. That's a good um, one. Uh... Hazelbrook. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, the point being, Glenbrook, there's a couple of brooks through there. Anyway, um, it doesn't matter. The point <laughs> being is you go up there. Yeah. And then Mount Victoria from memory is like the last, like really right up the peak. And then mm. it's sort of like after that you start descending quite quickly. Mm-hmm. And there's a road that is fucking terrifying. And when I was on my peas, oh I went on a trip. And Courtney, friend of the podcast, yeah. who I went to high school with, was a, one of my best friends in high school. We did this trip because her family had a place in Lithgow or something along those lines. And we went to stay at it, which mm. also, fun fact, did not have furniture or anything. And I just <laughs> recall like lying on the ground in a sleeping bag. And I don't think we brought the right sleeping bags. There are a lot of elements like, to it that were kind of ones. like maybe it was just sort of an abandoned property oh, that God. we like I think that maybe we were like yeah this is fine and it was like it was not fine but anyway I survived we all survived uh I remember we were going down that road we went on a few trips up there actually weirdly and it was so fucking scary there were bits that I thought we were gonna like careen off into the like safety ramp for trucks that, oh like, yeah lose their brakes is or it quite windy is that very windy about very it? very steep and really just drops off in the edges mm. in some spots. And that's the spot we're talking about. So basically the stretch of road that's actually the Victoria Pass goes from Mount Victoria down to Little Hartley, which is right down near the base of the Blue Mountains. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was built in the 1800s by convicts, like the early 1800s. 
uh, as a replacement for these insane steep tracks that they just made temporarily, like that horses were probably like falling down oh in and just like the poor horses. down. The, yeah, and the horses probably at the bottom being like, fuck my life. Um, and then humans probably died too, but yeah. I care more about the horses because they didn't make that choice. They didn't, they were forced into it. They didn't want to carry the fucking idiots down in their carriage and then nah. fall down the mountain, you know? Think of the horses. Think of the horses. Fuck the humans. Anyway, it officially opened on the 23rd of October, 1832. So it took about 30 years, mm-hmm. 20 years to build. And weirdly, in, nine, eight, the, in 1836, Charles Darwin went to Bathurst. And oh. called it worthy of any line of road in England. Oh, why does he sound like that? <laughs> high praise. Worthy of any road found in England. <laughs> it was all of a twist. <laughs> Please, sir, I want some more. <laughs> Charles Darwin, the incredibly educated man, <laughs> sounded like a Cockney chimney sweep. <laughs> <laughs> Let me try again. It's like worthy of any no worthy of any road found in England. Yeah. What? Who am I now? That, you sounded like um, <laughs> Downton Abbey okay. lady. Well, that's what I'm trying. With I was trying bob. for, so thank you. Have you seen the movie yet? No. It's very long. Okay. <laughs> that doesn't sound like high praise <laughs> to me. I'll warn you. <laughs> it's like 12 storylines. Oh, God. But anyway, so it's quite depressing. Like a lot of convicts obviously lost their lives building it. It's mm. a stone, steep area. So, mm-hmm. And they uh, didn't care about convicts. They were like – no. This is like disposable labour that we can use. they're like, cool, they're like sheep. One less mouth we have to feed. Exactly. You fucking assholes. All the convicts, you know what? Again, like Ned Kelly, apologist for convicts, (laughs) they're fucking, they stole like bread and some shit. Like they looked sideways at a fucking royal person and they get shipped off to Tasmania. And I'm not being like... Like I do have a thing about like human life is human life, right? But if there were a pack of like un repentant rapists i'm yes. not really going to give a shit that 300 of them died or whatever you know like i'm, I'm going to be kind of like well you know what you well, did, a, like you did dumb things yeah you did shit and it's not like i want i don't think i never wish for people to suffer yeah but i also think i'm not particularly sad if you go mm-hmm. you know anyway that was a real aside that had nothing to do with anything but if you've stolen a fucking loaf of bread no, because you yeah. couldn't feed your family then you don't deserve to fall off a stone wall in you australia don't um, wow, it, convicts' rights. Convicts' with rights. With Mel and Josie <laughs> campaigning. Um, 200 oh, I years think we should late. tell everybody just our little sneaky secret for the end of the show. Of the of this. Didn't this whole idea come up in the podcast? It did, but it's now official. It's official. We've mapped out the rest of the season. We have because we've got to prep for Josie's impending mat leave, mm-hmm. and we're doing a two-parter, two-part special on the Kelly gang. For our finale. Hell yeah. I love two-part finales. Me too. And Who it's are we? So like fun. fucking Friends? Seinfeld? Yeah. Any other show that has Case a two-part file? finale? <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. Uh, anyway, zesty aside, coming back to the story, <laughs> aside from it being like a really sad place because all these convicts died, yes, there is another danger lurking if you travel a road at night. Oh, no. A ghost. <laughs> Oh, no. (laughs) So travellers reported back in the day that their horses would become restless as they approached the bridge. Oh, no. And they said the figure of a young woman dressed entirely in black would suddenly appear in front of them. You know I hate sudden appearances of anything. Don't suddenly appear. Gradually come into frame. (laughs) Don't suddenly appear. Walk in from the bushes slowly. Call out a warning. I'm a ghost. I'm coming. (laughs) All right. I'm getting closer. If you don't want to I'm look, here. close your eyes. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> yes. suddenly appearing is so rude. It's fucked. 
Um, so descriptions of her are that she had long dark hair that sort of w- streamed out in the wind. Oh God! And that that's her horrific. Arms were raised up, in, and I don't know where I got this quote from. A suppliant gesture, like this. Yeah, like hello. <laughs> Um, we look like we're doing yeah, we're like walk like an Egyptian. Egyptian. That's where our arms are right now. Um, she sounds horrible. Yeah, she does. And uh, some said that her eyes shone in the dark like a tiger's. <gasps> but then other people said she was headless, so it's confusing. Oh. Uh, either or is <laughs> pretty fucked with up. with long flowing hair. Yeah, she's either headless <laughs> with long flowing hair but or she has a tiger eyes. Wow. Um, but the ghost actually is connected to a real story. It's not oh just God. a random ghost. It's like Pilliga Princess. Uh-huh. And the story is fucking mental. So the ghost's name is Caroline James. So she was born in 1828 mm-hmm. um, and she came from a pretty shitty family. So her father, William James, ran a sly grog shop, oh. uh, which would be great, but probably not going to be the best for your kid's life. No. I'm going to say, but like fun. Dangerous. Fun and spicy, but yeah. probably not great for a family. Um, and more upsettingly, her mother was reportedly an alcoholic and ended up hanging herself and Caroline was only eight. Um, and it got worse. So basically her dad was suspected of killing the mum. Oh. And he actually ended up going through trial and everything mm. and got sentenced to death mm. by hanging. But Luckily, it was overturned and he was released, but not lucky for Caroline and her other siblings. Um, so she was one of quite a lot of children. I think it was like six or eight kids. Hell I mean, on earth. standard back then, but hell on earth. And so when her dad went to like, you know, to jail and, and then like, yes, the court and yes. all of that, they were literally left alone. Oh my so there was God. No one. There was no like welfare No, service. and she <laughs> was the oldest. So and she was eight. Yeah. So she had to look after the yeah. law. Yeah. I'm... 34 and I'm worried about looking after one kid. I know. And so because of that, one of their little baby brothers died. Stop it. I know. I hate this story. I know. And like obviously this is like just <laughs> after like 1788 convicts arrived. Yeah. Right? This is 1835 no, yes. now. Yes. So it's only not really like set up yet. No. So it would have been quite – and Blue Mountain's cold <laughs> – very like rough, crazy terrain. No food. There's a lot going on. Like I just think they, they didn't have a lot of food. So they were really trying to make ends meet. And to make en- ends meet, Caroline and her younger sister Mary worked as maids for the Collets who owned the nearby Hartley Inn. And they were very respected in the area. But while they were working there, according to Mamma Mia, they met uh, John Walsh, who was a freed convict. He got freed in 1820. Yeah. The girls met For him. stealing a grain of rice. Possibly, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's not a good guy, though. Oh. Well, it's confusing because according to Mamma Mia, he groomed, inverted commas, <gasps> that's their language, the two when they were just 10 and 12 and had a sexual relationship no with both way. the girls. John Well, Walsh. this is the thing, though. 12 was the age of consent back then. What? Well, it's the fucking 1830s. You know how oh. it's a bit fucking weird? my God. So I'm like 50-50 on saying that he groomed them because on one hand, if that was the norm... Mm. Like, I don't know that it was that then calculated. It's not technically grooming. But it's also still fucked up. But it's also. 10 is still fucked up because that was under the age yeah. of consent. 10, but Caroline was technically. Of age. Of age. At 12. It's just insane to our brains. But like, it's yeah. like back in the day when everyone used to get married at like two. Oh, and then yeah. They would like well, die. It's at like 16. you've got your period, you can have a baby, yeah. off you go. Well, and then they die younger too. It's just <laughs> a weird, it's weird to us. But yeah, like, I don't know about the groomed. But yeah, it's still, I'm not saying it's fine. I'm just saying I don't know that he was We're a calculated. We're not on our convicts' rights. Well, I don't know that he was like right a now. pedophile. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know if that's 
100, we can 100% say that. Yeah. So a year later, Mary actually marries John. Mary, the 10-year-old. Yeah. So she's 11. But I assume... I want to vomit into my tea. I know. I, I don't know how she's got. they've gotten around the age of consent. Maybe they just did it illegally. Who knows? <sighs> um, Caroline actually ended up marrying the Collett's son, William, who was 25, which is even grosser in a way to me because it's like he's a fucking old dude. How old was John Walsh? I don't know, but 25 is like old back See, then. See, I pictured that John Walsh was in his 40s. Oh, no. I don't know why. I don't think so. I think he'd be in his 20s too. Okay. Well, they're both disgusting. Yeah. The problem is though, the William marriage would have been good because they were respected yeah, family and, he and had stuff. Money. Yeah, money. Well, not even necessarily heaps of money, just like they were a well-known and respected family of the area and had the inn. So yes. for her coming from It was the fact a better that, match than old mate convict. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But apparently he was the black sheep of the family. Oh, and Christ. according to his father, a spendthrift idiot. Oh, my dad was, called me that's a what, yeah, I was gonna, idiot. I was just going to say, aren't we that? <laughs> Doll, he just likes shopping. Leave him alone. He just goes down to the market and he's like, fuck, I really feel like poor poor today. I'm going to buy like 10. <laughs> and then he gets home and she's like, oh, William, like they're going to go off. Like yes. we're going to eat two and then you're going to be over it. No like, one oh, needs sorry. that many pawpaws. And then he's like, babe, look at my new pants. Yeah. I bought like three new I pairs. I bought them in three colors. Do you like my boots? So Taylor was boots like, I'll give you colors. a deal. <laughs> <laughs> and so many hats. Imagine how many oh my hats God. he would have had. He loves hats. <sighs> he definitely loves hats. I reckon that was his thing. You know, everyone has a thing. Yeah. They can't help buying. Jaunty hat. Pawpaws and hats. Yeah. <laughs> He'd hide the pawpaws. Where'd all your money hats? go? I bought, a, I bought a lot of pawpaws and I also made a few hats. I'm really sorry, babe. We don't have, we can't have meat with dinner for a week. But I have 400 but hats. Look at my cool new hat. <laughs> <laughs> and every day he's got a new hat on. Yeah. And he walks into Hartley Inn and his dad's like, for fuck's sake, William. <laughs> you spend thrift you idiot. S- you spend thrift yet fashionable idiot. You shan't get a shilling out of me. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, he's a black sheep, he's a spendthrift idiot, yeah. and their marriage is shit. Yeah, because she's 13 and he's 25 and an idiot. Well, I think mainly at this point just because she <laughs> hates him. <laughs> so Caroline actually left him Ooh. and moves in with her sister and brother-in-law. Ooh. And when I say that, I mean they start no. a three-way relationship. No, no, no. Oh, yeah, they do. No. It's like weirdly like I'm dancing it's about like this, but Jack- they're also teenagers. <laughs> remember that actor? You won't remember because it happened before we were born. But in the 70s, Jack Thompson, yeah. the Aussie actor, yeah. had two girlfriends. What? And it was like very well known. I mean, it was the 70s, so yeah. whatever. But he, I think they might have been sisters and they both lived with them. And it was like this whole Ew. thing. That the he... sister thing is what fucks me up here. Yeah, same. Like, well, you have a sister. I so have you'd a sister, be like, exactly. Ugh. No, absolutely no. Me and my sister just freak out even if we're talking to the same person on a dating app. Yeah. We're like, yuck. Ew. And it's like both of us just <laughs> stop talking to him. It's like he just like loses He's everyone like, at the same I time. Do? Yes. <laughs> He's like, oh God, the two people that looked identical have uh, stopped talking to me. Um, um, that's so fucking gross. Well, I'm Especially because at now, this point they're still fucking two years old. No, well, I think now... Now they're probably mid-teens and back then I'm like now we just have to accept that this is an acceptable age. Like 10 and 12 was like uncomfortable even yeah. though we know that 12 was the age of consent back then. But like 15, 16 is like that's when people have like four children at this point. I know. But like it's still. very – so it, this is more of a spicy twist now than a like – is it? I think so. I'm still in like 
Olivia Benson mode where I want to go and like kick the door down and arrest him. I guess it's kind of like when you think of playing Beady Bo. Mm-hmm. Favorite. Oh, yeah. Everyone's fucking 15. Yeah, that's true. They're like 15 and they're all like. And Blue Lagoon, they're like babies. 13. Yeah. It's just like a weird time that we can't relate to because now we're like, hey, guess what? People aren't mentally developed enough then to handle this yeah, shit. Yeah, a three way relationship with their yeah. sister and a 400 year old. The, the sister part is definitely not okay. <laughs> and I don't think anyone thought that was okay. Um, so it was real like wild, kind of strange thing going on there. Mm hmm. Probably to do with the fact that this guy maybe did manipulate them emotionally somehow because they were needing, like, somebody yes. and he's there. People were dropping dead in their so, house. I don't think it was so much like of a, wow, he's really hot. I no, just want to, like, hook up with my brother-in-law too. It necessity. Was like, it was probably like, I have a fucked up mental problem now <sighs> and that guy did it to me. I hate it. Yeah. So then in 1842, there's talk of Caroline reconciling with William Mm-hmm. Her husband. With many hats. The hatted husband. <laughs> uh, and so they meet up along with John for drinks at a tavern near Hartley, not the Hartley Inn. Uh, things go to shit. So John actually attacks William, trying to like throw a rock into his head. And Caroline apparently came to her husband's aid, to William's <gasps> aid, and uh. held Walsh's arms behind John Walsh's arms and was screaming at William to like, run for your life, run for your life. Mm. And so William runs mm. off, right? Love that. Love that. <laughs> Leave your wife with the rock-wielding psychopath. And, like, this was a big mistake because 6 a.m. the next morning, the postman's delivering mail in Hartley, comes upon the battered body <gasps> of Caroline Collett's beside the road on Victoria Park, <sighs> around five kilometres from the tavern. Fucking hell. I know. So it's pretty brutal. Her skull was smashed with a large <gasps> stone, which lay stained with her blood nearby. <sighs> um, she'd apparently been raped. Oh, God. Um, And John Walsh was quickly arrested for her murder. Good. But he insisted he was innocent, accusing, strangely, the owner of the the tavern keeper, John Jagger, of all people. Mm. So people didn't believe that. The jury was like, ah, bullshit. They're like, you're gross. They're like, you're. You have a history (laughs) of being disgusting. Yeah. (laughs) So, (laughs) and also, why would the tavern man decide to kill this random woman when you have so much, Mm -hmm. like... So mm-hmm. much reason to kill her. Yes. Um, and you also tried to kill someone else with a rock just yeah. before that. So there's a lot of things going on mm. here. So witnesses also said that they saw Joseph in the tavern the whole time. He's so Joseph. The guy oh, that John. No, 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 no. Sorry, there's two people. Joseph Jagger oh, is the one he's accusing. Joseph Jagger. I thought so, you said John Jagger. No. I'm very confused. There's a, lot, there's a John Walsh. Yes, and right. Joseph, Joseph Jagger. Jagger. Great name. Yeah. I like that name. I know. And he was fine because he didn't do it. So John was convicted and hanged at Bathurst on the 3rd of May, 1842. Good. William Collett's remarried seven months after Caroline's murder and went on to live a long and happy life, which doesn't entirely seem fair. It always happens though, doesn't it? But he probably didn't kill her, so. Yeah, but he was still a fucking idiot. <laughs> On those hats. <laughs> those hats. <laughs> those fucking hats. His family weirdly got really famous after they were all dead in the 1930s when they and the inn became the subject of the first successful musical comedy (laughs) entirely written and produced in Australia on an Australian subject. So that's a fun little side note. What was it called? Collett's Inn. (laughs) (laughs) Very creative. Um, But Caroline, obviously, she became infamous for a different reason. 
for haunting the fuck out of Victoria Pass, as I probably would if I'd lived that kind of life, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, fuck everyone. I've got some unfinished business here, yeah. bitches. So she generally appears near mm. the original second bridge, which is now like a no-stopping zone and it's got the safety ramp. So it's probably near where I almost ran up the safety ramp. Oh, my God. Yeah. And she's often described as wearing a black early Victorian-style dress. With cuffs. Um, probably. A and also bun. with a severe bun. <laughs> well, no, her hair's no, out. her hair's out of the severe bun mm-hmm. now. Like I said, is often headless. But the I like Henry Lawson, the poet guy, mm. his description, because he swears he saw her in 1889. Oh, and he seems like a reputable source yeah. to me. I agree. I agree. I don't know anything about him. I don't either. He could be a opioid addict and like a murderer and like a horrible man and like ghosted heaps of lovely women. Yeah. But I like married a 12 year old. Yeah, probably. And in 1889, when it was probably when less it was accessible. not legal anymore, it's like mm, let's just upgrade this to 13 or 14. Maybe. <laughs> um, so he wrote a poem called "The Ghost at the Second Bridge," oh. and in one little paragraph, I was going to read you the entire fucking I was poem. Kind of hoping really that you would. I will, but it's going to take about 10 minutes. Oh, really? But you know it's what? One of those it's long Friday. Ones. Let's do it. Are you going to? I'll the do whole it thing? in a fun voice. I'm not going to do it right now. Okay. But the bit that I was going to read to you was just his description of her. It. Its look appeared to plead for aid as far as I could see. Its hands were on the tailboard laid. Its eyes were fixed on me. The face, it cannot be denied, was white, a dull dead white. The great black eyes were opened wide and glistened in the night. Oh, no, thank you. Absolutely, absolutely not. Absolutely no, thank you. Caroline, love you. I feel like you've had a really Sorry hard life. for your but hardships, but absolutely fuck off. Get the fuck off the road. <laughs> <laughs> fuck off the road. That's horrible. Um, according to the Daily Telegraph, she actually generally appears on the coldest nights and that's mm. when the black ice is on the road. So, you know, when the ice goes, <gasps> yeah. So, she's like there and then people swerve yeah. and there's black ice and then yeah. they die. And when the conditions are most dangerous. Mm. But it also is because then drivers need to slow down. Right. And that's when she appears, I guess. Fuck. Otherwise, they're just like careening past her at 80 kilometers an hour. Like, and she's like, hey, I'm here. <laughs> she's I was like, going to haunt you. She's like, <laughs> fuck. That's her doing She brew. writes to the council, like, can you lower the speed limit here so I can haunt people I have some haunts to do and you are really it's making it hard really, for me. It's just really, when they whiz past me like that, I just, I can't achieve my haunting for the day. I know. And, and it's, it's just not it's good terrible enough. for my business. <laughs> <laughs> um, she also likes to appear in the middle of the road to no, startle drivers. don't do that. And the road snakes around a lot. So imagine coming around Fuck. a corner and it's just Fuck. like... No, <laughs> oh, I hate it. I hate it so much. And that's also what causes them to swerve. And there's actually been a lot of accidents on that road, mm. which could just be because it's really curvy, it's curvy and black eyes, but it could also ice. be because of Caroline. We don't know. Because then they crash into a tree and they die and they can't tell us. Exactly. Mm. So Shame. This, that whole stretch and also down near Hartley is actually really fucking, that's pretty much it for her. But mm. I want to tell you two other fucked up stories about the sort of space area there mm-hmm. before I read you a really long poem. Okay. To finish. <laughs> Where we all fall asleep. I can't wait. I've got my tea. <laughs> I'll do it in a fun sort of old Australian we'll voice We'll light a too. fire. There's no fireplace here. We'll just, just set some marshmallows in it. That light there. <laughs> we'll just light the light on fire and then we'll poke some. We don't have marshmallows, but there's some batteries. We get Vanna to go and get batteries some. in it. Hmm. <laughs> that iron that's randomly sitting Just there. Put a lot of fire in here, and then <laughs> basically we're going to set fire to the office. 
<laughs> While I read a poem standing in the middle, burning to death. Wow. That's an That's image. a way to go out. Yeah. I mean. Powerful move. <laughs> it's a real alpha move to like <laughs> set fire to the podcast room and then finish this, finish this fucking podcast off with a, a rousing rendition of old-timey poem. Um, so the first one is, you know how there were 400 co- convicts that were making the pass mm-hmm. and lots of them were having a bad time? Yeah. So there was a convict stockade nearby, which is, I guess, where they stayed. Mm-hmm. And it's said to be haunted by convicts that hated the work so much they leapt from this <gasps> flat rock to their death. Oh, my God. And apparently now on that flat rock, people feel like they've been tried to be pushed over oh. the edge. I know. Oh. It's fucked up. I'm never going to that flat rock. Never go to that convict stockade area. <laughs> um, there's also a makeshift grave site there mm. where convicts that died on the job were buried and people report mystery lights around that area mm. prowl around do not no. prowl in my vicinity don't prowl I'm picturing them really like <laughs> yeah. theatrically creepy yeah. Yeah. Like, like goofy yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's also these places called convict wells which were these deep holes in the ground oh, where they no. would stuff convicts for the night what? to keep them from escaping so ones oh. that were trying to run away they're, so they're very small um, and obviously it's shit. So they're obviously haunted. But yes. Hartley has the worst story, worse than any of these stories. And this mm-hmm. is from Mysterious Universe. So they reference this place called the Victoria and Albert Guest House. I love Victoria and Albert, so it really upsets me. What a couple. What a couple. Oh, you know what God. else I feel like watching tonight is um, the, the young Victoria. Victoria. Young Victoria, yes. Is that the one with Emily Blunt? Yes. Oh, and sexy, what's sexy his name? Sexy man, but then he dies. Whoops, so spoilers. hot. He's um, so hot. It's, guys, if you don't know about Victoria and Albert, royals, Go educate royals never like each other, right? They're all forced to marry yeah. each other. Mm-hmm. But they were like the OG Kate and Will's yeah. vibe where they legit loved each other. Yeah. And he died like early on. Yeah. And then she just like was Laid sad out his forever. every day until she died. And she lived to be like 800 years old. She was the queen for the longest time, right? Or has Queen Elizabeth taken over that? I don't know. Royal oh. fact knowers. Fill me in. Yeah. I think maybe Queen Elizabeth's taken over, but before that, she just fucking lived forever and she was always sad. She loved him so much. (laughs) Anyway, great. So (laughs) it's really sad that their name is on this because it's fucked. So it was built in 1914. It was a place that convicts hung out at. Oh, great. But it was also a convalescent home to soldiers during (gasps) World War II and a psychiatric nursing home. (sighs) And a boys' boarding school. Okay, so they're all the most haunted things. Bad shit going on. Yeah, and it burned to the ground twice in its lifetime. That's so bad. Everything's bad. Mm -hmm. So this is the fucked up story. So apparently, and there's no facts attached to this because it was mysterious universe. But I just like to blindly believe these things. I love that side. I believe everything they tell me. Everything. So during the boarding school days. Apparently, there was a mad doctor who would carry out <laughs> evil experiments on the boys okay. who he used as unwilling guinea pigs. Oh, no. It doesn't sound real, but I also want it to. I don't yeah. want it to be real because I don't like people suffering, but I want it to be real. Because like, it's zesty. <laughs> the ghost in it is zesty. Um, it's said that the ghost of this doctor still roams the halls. No. And rooms. Looking for people to experiment on. As well as, very much obviously, the innocent boys that he tortured there. No. Rooms seven and nine are supposedly no. the most haunted. So wait, is it what is it now? It's a guest house. Oh. Yeah. So Why don't go stay, stay do there. not stay there. Oh wow, we've Unless just ruined their to, business. Well, you, I mean, I would love someone to stay there and tell us about yeah, it. Yeah, if you've stayed and you're in the group, 
tell us about it. And if you haven't stayed, but you live in the area, can you go stay? And then tell us about it. Yeah. The key point being here, we want to know about it. We want to but know without doing it ourselves. Yeah. I would not cope with that. No, we're never sleeping in a haunted house, Tracy, no matter <laughs> what. No matter what. So room nine is the most haunted. <laughs> room seven is apparently haunted with two boys named Pete and Albert. Oh. But nine has a malevolent presence in it. No. And apparently it instills so much discomfort and dread in people that they don't even won't even set foot in the room. <sighs> um, and there are also the ghosts of convicts that were kept there in the laundry room because it used to be a solitary confinement mm. room. I hate that. I know. It's fucked. I don't want to go there, but I kind of do in daylight. I want to go in daylight and just wander around, but not actually. Like, I want to try and go into room nine and see if I can go in, but I don't want to do it. See if you have vibes. Yeah. But that's the story of uh, the lady in black. Well, I hate her. She's scary, but I feel sorry for her sad life. I know. Because it was really bad. She had like some bad men in her life. I don't know why I'm surprised. It's always the way with these stories. Yeah. Well, it's also interesting when the ghost has a really genuine backstory, like, and you can connect it to something. That's really, that makes me believe in ghosts more. Do you reckon if they found and salted and burned her bones, she'd stop appearing? Probably, yeah. Well, apparently these days people don't see her as often and there's theories that it's because the road's been changed and moved so many times. Like it's not moved, like you still go over this pass, but Mm. it's been widened and altered and modernised and all that. So they say that her spot potentially is kind of been overrun now. Mm. But uh, I'm not going to try it. I'm not driving there ever. At night, especially. Fuck that. No. Um, Do you want me to read you the poem? Yep. (laughs) <laughs> and to you close, really unsure about I'll it. I'll introduce you. And to close us out today, we have Melissa Mason with a lovely rendition of Henry Lawson's "The Ghost at the Second Bridge." You'd call the man a senseless fool, a blackhead, a blockhead. <laughs> I've already fucked it up. A blockhead or an ass <laughs> who dare to say he saw the ghost of Mount Victoria pass. But I believe the ghost is there, for if my eyes are right, I saw it once upon a nair. To be forgotten night. <laughs> Can I just say already, like, Henry, I just feel like this whole poem is just you trying to convince people that you saw a ghost yeah, who don't believe you. because you were drunk one I'll, night. I'll continue. <laughs> Twas in the year of 89. The day was nearly gone. The stars were shining and the moon is mentioned further on. <laughs> what? He was drunk. Henry, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> I tramped as far as Hartley. <laughs> he was definitely drunk. Though tired at the start. But coming back, I got a lift in Johnny Jones's car. <laughs> Just information I don't think we needed, dude, but okay. He's lying, so he's adding details. <laughs> yes. You know someone's lying when there's too many details. <laughs> Johnny Jones, he'll do. That's a made-up name. <laughs> it really is. It was winter on the mountains then. The air was rather chill. And so we stopped beside the inn that stands below the hill. A fire was burning in the bar, and Johnny thought a glass would give the tired horse a spell and help us up the pass. Oh, Guys, you're already shit-faced. Johnny, let's justify our drinking. Drinking is not going to help the horse get up the pass, so. (laughs) Then Jimmy Bent came riding up. A tidy chap was Jim. He shouted twice, and so, of course, we had to shout for him. And when at last we said goodnight, he bet a vulgar quid that we would see the ghost in black. And sure enough, we did. Because you've actually admitted that you're drunk (laughs) as a scout. Now now you've stopped. (laughs) You've you've given up on pretending. (laughs) You got to the point where you're like, fuck it. Yeah. We're just going to say we're I'm We're shouting wasted. each other. We're fucking shit-faced. <laughs> As we climbed the stony pinch below the camel bridge, we talked about the girl in black who haunts the second bridge. 
We reached the fence that guards the cliff and passed the corner post, and Johnny, like a senseless fool, kept harping on the ghost. She'll cross the moonlight road in haste and vanish down the track. Her long black hair hangs to her waist and she is dressed in black. Her face is white, a dull dead white. Her eyes are opened wide. She never looks to left or right or turns to either side. (laughs) I didn't believe in ghosts at all, though I was rather young. But still I wished with all my heart that Jack would hold his tongue. The time and place, as you will say, t'was twelve o'clock almost, were both historically favourable for a ghost. That He's split up favourable as favourable for a ghost. Oh, mate, like, come on. Henry, you're meant to be like our best, our best poet. Yeah. And you fucking... This is what you came up you with? You can't do favourable for a ghost. <laughs> that doesn't work. But have you seen the second bridge beneath the camel's back? It fills a gap that broke the ridge when convicts made the track. And o'er the right old Hartley Vale in homely beauty lies. And o'er the left the mighty walls of Mount Victoria rise. Again, don't think we needed that, mm. that verse. <laughs> and there's a spot above the bridge just where the track is steep from which poor convict Govett rode to christen Govett's leap. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I just know that Didn't area. even know that's what that was called for. <laughs> and here a teamster killed his wife for those old days were rough and here a dozen others had been murdered right enough. The lonely moon was over all and she was shining well. At angles from the sandstone wall the shifting moonbeams fell. In short, the shifting moonbeams beamed. The air was still as death. <laughs> Josie's giving me the biggest frown right now. She's so unimpressed with this poetry. This would get me a three out of ten he, in high he school. He just repeated lines. I know. Like he's trying to do his work, like up his word count. I know. I'm sorry. I, I stopped midway. I'll, I'll keep going. Everyone's like, can you just fucking tell? Like I, they all thought they are in for some ABC 702 radio yeah, AM we couldn't shit. help ourselves. And we're never going to do that, so... The air was still as death, save when the listening silence seemed to speak beneath its breath. The tangled bushes were not stirred because there was no wind, but now and then I thought I heard a startling noise behind. That doesn't rhyme with anything. Wind (laughs) and behind don't match. Go home, you're drunk. (laughs) Then Johnny Jones began to quake. His face was like the dead. Now we're getting somewhere. Uh Don't look behind for heaven's sake. The ghost (laughs) is there, he said. He stared ahead. His eyes were fixed. He whipped the horse like mad. You fool, I cried. You're only mixed. A drop too much you've had. Mm -hmm. I'll never see a ghost, I swear, (laughs) but I will find the cause. I turned to see if it was there. And sure enough, it was. Its look appeared to plead for aid as far as I could see. Its hands were on the tailboard laid. Its eyes were fixed on me. The face, it cannot be denied, was white, a dull dead white. Mm. The great black eyes were opened wide and glistened in the night, Mm. as we said before. I stared at Jack. He stared ahead and madly plied the lash. To show I wasn't scared, I said, why, Jack, we've made a mash. What the fuck? (laughs) I tried to laugh. T'was vain to try. The try was very lame. And though I wouldn't show it, I was frightened all the same. She's mashed, said Jack, I do not doubt, but tis a lonely place. And then you see it might turn out a breach of promise case. What is even happening now? You really had me for a sec there. I know. We're just descending into madness. We're almost done. He flogged the horse until it jibbed and stood at once, one resigned. And then he struck the road and ran and left the cart behind. Now Jack and I, since infancy, had shared our joys and cares. And so I was revolved resolved that we should share each other's scares. We raced each other all the way and never slept that night. And when we told the tale the next day, they said that we were intoxicated. What? I know. That's literally the the end. end. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
Henry, uh, is he supposed to be funny? Because it was quite funny. I don't funny. know, but apparently, apparently, he got criticised for that poem. But his mum was the most unimpressed, <laughs> <laughs> the harshest critic. So that's the story of the lady in black. I, I loved that, um, including very long rousing poem by Melissa Mason, beautifully but read, actually by Henry Lawson, beautifully read, with beautiful interjections from one <laughs> Josie Rosenberg Clark. No, I loved them. <laughs> I think we should do a whole mystery minutes where we just read shit poems to each other. Yes, I want to do the highway men. Ooh, scary poems. Yeah. Okay. If you want us to do poems, tell us. Yeah, because obviously Lord of the Rings is going to happen now. So. Yeah. All we need is three people and we're in. <laughs> <laughs> um, but on that note, bye. Bye. Bye.